0: Hello friends, welcome to the After Hours Lounge, welcome back if you're a regular listener. My name is Sandy and we're here for a special one. I'm here with the boys. Boys, hey. introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Ollie T. You've been here before, haven't you? What to Vasiliki? Gollum. Or on
0: the podcast? Both. I've been on both. Yeah, you've done the podcast. I realised this the other day. You've been on the podcast before. But I have. you were being a serious man and now you don't have to be a serious man. No, I was talking about climate change. Yeah. Now we're gonna be talking about life. Life and way more fun. Yeah. Drinking beers and getting nervous. <laughs>
2: God, yeah. So I'm then, Bruce. You're Bruce, a regular hand. A regular hand to the uh, to the podcast, and yeah, we've been doing. What's the best thing about Vasiliki, larges and anxiety? Yeah. And and
0: yeah, we've always said you do not come to Vasiliki for the And I, I know a lot of you listening uh, have been to Vasiliki and know what Vass is about. And we're all sat in Vass right now, outside of the hours of 95, because we're all water sports nomads and we're all working in those hours. It smash it in the office. In smashing the it in the office. Smash it on the water. And smash then it on the water. Hopefully, the we smash it on the, the water. And today, today we're smashing it behind the podcast microphones. Um, so yeah, one thing. Well, I, I, not that we've got a tick list to get through. That's never been what the podcast is like. But I always write some notes of what we want to talk about. And given that we've been in Greece for a while, and that we've been uh, drinking quite a lot of beers, <coughs> let's let's talk about that. Um, as we've all got a bit older. I mean, I'm I'm thirty. Bruce, you're thirty. Ollie, how old are you? Twenty nine. Twenty nine, nearly there. Yeah. yeah as, as you get types. older. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's what's how have you guys found it coming back? And we've been living here and 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 drinking a lot. I know you, maybe you guys you guys probably drink more beers back in the UK than I do. Yeah. You you keep yourself pretty pretty clean and sober back in the UK, don't you? Not not because I like I don't necessarily deliberately do it. I think it's just kind of the lifestyle I've ended up having. I feel like it's going to be a bit different now that my girlfriend Heidi has quit her job as a teacher and we're going to probably go and do a bit more stuff. But yeah, I've kind of adopted this thing and I've carried it to here where like, I only drink if we're like going out. If we're just hanging around at the beach bar and like having like three or four pints and then we're going to bed, I don't really drink. Because even that, in the morning I wake up and I'm like, I'm such a fat, unproductive shit. And it makes feel awful. So I, try, I don't really avoid that. But if we're going for it, I will lean into it and be like, right, I'm, I'm having a good time. I, like that.
2: I quite like that balance that I found now. Mm. Yes. Yeah. In the, in the UK recently, we've been, um, I think I was, I've spoken to a couple of guys about it, I hate the thought of just finishing work and melting into a sofa watching um, Netflix. So we found a pub, so me and my girlfriend hang out with uh, 50-year-old men playing pool. It's really fun. We go, we go and play pool and have a beer after work every day. So right. maybe not every day, but like three nights a week. So probably do drink more in the, in the UK, but not. I mean, not obscene amounts. So no. what, why? Why do? You, why do you worry about melting into a sofa? Because then, well, I just think that we're still really young and I don't have any kids, and I'd rather I'd rather just be doing something than yeah. um, than just watching than just watching aimless shit on the telly. Obviously, mm. realistically, term, you're not going to be lying on your deathbed wondering.
1: Um, like, you're going to be more glad that you went to the pub and had fun
2: chatting shit with some strangers rather than just sat there melting on a sofa. Yeah, if there's a new episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi come out that day, then Jesus Christ, I'm straight <laughs> to the sofa. Well, but that's uh, a different day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if, uh, I'd rather, yeah, I'd just rather go and do stuff.
0: But equally, I, I don't know, that I find that interesting, like, that, all that stuff really interesting, there's an awful lot of chat like that, isn't my like, life's short, gotta go and do it all, and and all that stuff. And I think there is a certain level to that. And I think, we, you know, people should be doing that. But at the same time, it's like, just do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. as long as, you, you know, there's no... A lot of people put too much pressure on themselves and don't actually... They think this pressure is coming from outside. I no. like, I've got I've got to go do this. and I've got to go to the pub. and I've got to do this. And it, sometimes, actually, you're like, even though a new episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi hasn't come out, all I do want to do is sit on the sofa. Or vice versa. All I want to do is go and fucking play Pool in the pub, but I've got no one to play it with because they all want to sit and watch TV. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. difficult, isn't it? You've, you've, you've kind of got to kind of strike your own path, I guess, haven't you? It's yeah. definitely
1: the problem in the UK, isn't it? And I guess it's a bit of like an aftermath of like lockdown is getting people to actually want to come and hang out. And that's realistically why we want to be in Vasiliki so much, yeah, because we don't have to try to get each other out, we don't even have to communicate to go out, we're just already there. You go to yeah. the beach bar we're already all there. It's the focal, the fo-
0: the focal hub of the centre of the universe for exactly. us at the moment. Well, it is. But, it, but it, that's what that's what's all... And I think for us as well, who essentially grew up doing that, I mean, Norb, I know you went to uni. Uh, well, Bruce, you went to uni as well. Yeah, but, best guess. Yeah, yeah, best guess. <laughs> Bruce actually went to uni. But like quite a few of us went to uni, but even those guys that did, and I, I didn't, for the, anyone listening is wondering, I didn't go to uni, I, I went straight into seasons. Um, but those of us that all did seasons and stuff, I think you do have that, Kind of thing where you feel a bit displaced being back in the UK sometimes, or yeah. you know, I I hate to call it the real world because this is just as much the real world. But this is the real world, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I think I know I've said it loads of times on the pod. I think the Greeks do it right. They know exactly what they're <laughs> doing. They've 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 struck that like life balance where they're like, right, I'll work my ass off for seven months of the year. And then yeah. I'm just going to... And even when I'm working my ass off, I'm kind of just sitting outside my business, smoking fags and drinking coffee and talking to my mates as they drive fast. Yeah, you know, they're, they're
1: not so money-driven here. They're more <laughs> driven
2: by lifestyle.
0: Yeah, which
2: we found to our detriment sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just bring me the satsiki and bread uh, at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. And if you do bring it at the same time, give us some plates as well. Yeah, be good.
0: and if you do bring it at the same time, we'll probably eat all of it and order another one.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, sometimes, okay. it, sometimes it can be frustrating, but equally... I suppose there's something to be admired. And, and it, I can't remember who... Was it one of you boys saying it? Or maybe it was Heidi. Someone was saying, like, you go... Oh, it was Finley, my brother. He was like, you go anywhere in Europe, and you, you sit in a cafe, and you order a sandwich and a coffee. It might take 25 minutes, and no one cares. Yeah. But if you went to the UK, and you went to a cafe, and you sat down and ordered, I don't know, yeah, a tuna melt and an espresso. I don't know if that's a combination. Maybe not, I don't drink coffee. But anyway, you order that and it takes 25 minutes, you are going to be at the counter kicking off like, white, yeah, I'm, white yeah, knuckling at the moment. Yeah, you're white knuckling, exactly. And I yeah. think that's there's like a real cultural difference between us and the rest of Europe. The rest of Europe, like every time we go to, there's a favourite restaurant we go to at the moment, so it's a grill house, we call it Kokoretsi, which is the name of a Greek dish. But we go there, and we sit down and order a beer, and within five minutes we're like, can we order food? And he is shocked. He's so surprised that we want to order food, because he's like, I thought you guys were going to sit, chat shit, drink a couple of beers, hang out, and then you guys might get some food in an hour at 10 o'clock at night. But he's surprised that we want to order food straight away. Whereas in the UK, the server, the wait waiter or waitress can't come over quick enough. Yeah, mate.
2: Yeah. Well, you can go in. Uh, it is quite nice, what you've just described. But also, we often go in there starving. Yeah, that's I think, drink, yeah, like, if, if, On a Cocorezzi night, we've already had like four beers. We're at our
0: wits' end. We're yeah. like,
2: we need feeding immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you... But you, you can do... And I actually do... I've been into restaurants in the UK and you go in and you're in and out in 45 minutes which sometimes you're like... Oh. It's a bit sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sad because like, that's what they do right
1: here is it's not necessarily about the eating part of it. It's about the sitting down. It's with, an experience. With other people. Yeah, and, yeah, And chatting shit. Yeah. And then occasionally getting a few plates of food. I mean, yeah. here often it's just best to just go and not even look at the menu and just say, just
0: well, bring me whatever. I mean, I would... I, I, that is how... I would prefer to eat like that every time. Yeah. I hate... Especially in the evening, I hate having a massive plate of food put in front of me. I want loads of little bits and eating that. Especially out here where everything's like so fresh and good. It's a bit different, you know, you have British tapas, which is like,
2: Dinosaurs dinosaurs, waffles, and chicken nuggets. I went, I went to so a, a... big plate of beige. <laughs> I place, yeah, I went to a place in Manchester the other day that there was a curry-Scottish fusion, and they had a haggis, cur- a curried haggis. Oh, yeah. oh you've told us, yeah, you've told us about the so May, it was so good. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. It's in, uh, it's in Chorten, uh, Chorley, or uh, Chorley in Manchester. That's, yeah,
0: that's two uh, kind of, Cultures of food that you wouldn't necessarily put together, yeah, and then it was served tapas style, so you've oh, got all of it. it was yeah. yeah, I feel like when you're in a cold country, having a big plate of food is is fine. Like when I go to Scotland, I'm like, yeah, bring me out, you know, big fish and chips or a big whatever. But here, I think it's I think it's the heat that does it. I think you don't you don't want to sit and eat like a massive yeah. meal. You need like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then yeah, I think I think what you said, Nord, is right. It's, it's about the it's about just like. The experience and actually sitting with your mates and having a few drinks, and then if there's a bit of food, that's the
2: bonus. To be fair, I reckon if they brought the satseiki bread straight away, it would be far easier to, <laughs> do, to do to do that. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's that's a real. Yeah, you should
1: you get on TripAdvisor and just put that on every single restaurant review in Vasiliki or maybe even Greece, just put great place to eat, bring the satseiki bread out together. Yeah. Although
2: well, they breakfast. did, I feel like
0: <laughs> that's the sort of thing you'd be very up for doing.
2: I've of, I do have a lot of time on my hands.
0: Without without sounding exceptionally middle class. Um when we took our boat over to Kefaloni, <laughs>
2: it's, it's
0: impossible when, not yeah, to when we took our when we took our boat to Kefaloni the other day, the the dip and the bread came immediately. Yeah, that was good actually. Well it's because we're in Vistada, it's a bit more upmarket. Yeah, true, there yeah, go, yeah. There's yeah. more of more middle class quotation uh, uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you go going past the super yachts, yeah, you know there's something going on. Although there's yeah. a few in bats as well. Yeah. That was something interesting as well, actually. I was talking to uh, Heidi about that today. We were, we were sat at Club Vast. Anyone who uh, doesn't know what it is, can't imagine if you listen to this, you probably do know what it is. Club Vast is a big windsurf centre. We all used to work there, except Bruce. We don't really know how he arrived, but he did one day and we all quite liked him, so he's still here. Um, That's it. Yeah, he did there. He did a week on pot wash. Oh, yeah, you did a, yeah, week, you did did a week, week in the kitchen. Smashed, smashed it in
2: the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went out and smashed it on the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you did that, but Heidi was like made a good observation. She was like, I feel like the the calibre of guests you get at Club Pass. She was like, it must be quite a humbling experience for some of the guests. Because I reckon some of the guests that go there are really wealthy. But also, I think some of the guests that go there aren't. Yeah. And and they're treated exactly the same. They still have to stand in the queue to wait and get their board. No one puts their board away for them. They still have to wait at the bar. There's no no next level of star of hotel or, or anything like that, you know? It's, it, yeah, uh, it's kind of like the great equaliser, staying at Club Bass. It's got, it must be quite quite humbling nice. for some people. But I think in a good way, not in like a in a bad way. It's yeah. all cause they keep coming back.
2: And all the staff get treated the same behind mm. them. Like, more, like, okay, yeah, they do. There's think, no huge you know. hierarchy, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. When I worked for Sunset 10, 12 years ago, if um, <clears> if there was guests stood at the bar waiting to be served, and you were a staff member, it was literally... You were invisible. Fucked. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, which is... Which then, how does that invite people to come and drink at the bar? Yeah, I think and I think, I think yeah. that's really backwards. Yeah, I think that that's one of the best
0: things that I think Club Bass always did was the whole encouragement was get the staff, aka us, to stay at the bar and yeah, go yeah. and talk to the get. And Ollie said to us for years, Ollie's been on the podcast, slow is well, the manager of Club Bass, and you know was was all of our bosses for many years except Bruce, who'd never worked there, but um, yeah, he's still kind of your boss in a weird way anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, runs the runs my favorite place to hang out. Exactly. Yeah. So he um. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he he. You know, he kind of has that said to us for years. that just you know, if you play the game right, you're never going to pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. Go and talk to the guests. Go and have a good time with them, and they'll they'll have a great time with you. Yeah. And so, it made you feel like a rock star as well. You know, it's a little ego stroke, isn't it? When they come up and they're like, "Oh, I saw you on the water earlier. Or thanks for that lesson earlier. It was amazing. Yeah. I, you know, I've never heard it described like that, and it really helped me out." And,
2: you know, you, who was there yesterday when we were walking up? And oh, was, we were walking up to dinner. Yeah. And um, someone clocked us and just goes, "You're the after hours lounge. You're Ali Paul. And you're Turtle Straws." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" That's yeah, crazy. she was like, "I've, I've seen, I've seen, all, of guys, I've seen all, <laughs> all of you guys. I've seen all <laughs> yeah. of you guys online." Yeah, yeah. That was fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's quite. It's quite. Well, I mean, yeah, we we don't necessarily. This is maybe quite a personal thing for me, but I said to you a bit, Bruce. This is something I've like grappled with over the last few months. Is like. People have like recognised me for the podcast. Yeah, yeah right. Brighton.
1: That was really interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, you we were with me. That girl, and yeah. she was just
0: like, "Oh my god, are you?" Exactly. Was low, yeah, was yeah. was it was after
1: hours. Yeah, yeah. I was with
0: you. Alexa, dad. Dad. <laughs> I was with you. I was with my dad. was loving it. Like, <laughs> he was loving it. He was very pissed. He was loving <laughs> it, but equally, he was like, "I have no idea what just happened." <laughs> He's like, "Why did a pretty girl just recognise you out <laughs> of nowhere?" He's yeah. like, "I thought you just talked, and no one listened." And I was like, so did I, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I got recognised in New Key, Some so a guy who, who owns the, the bar we were in. We were with our friend Kitty, and a guy came up to me and was like, just say to me. And that, that was, you know, I've, I've been a bit lazy with the podcast, and I'll do a separate podcast explaining why I've taken some time off, but I guess largely it's because I've been here with all my mates. Um, yeah, drinking beers and, drinking, nice beers and <laughs> drinking beers and getting nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been a big you know, big thing that's given me a kick up the arse. I'm like, holy shit, people are people actually do listen to this and some some people really enjoy it. And then people that remain nameless have come up to me over the last week and said um, how much it's helped as well, which is the, the biggest compliment. Um, but yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's always it's always a funny one. Like you said, yeah, that, that woman that came
2: up to us yesterday. I was like, I was like, this is sick. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you're the straws." Chatsworth and... for her, for the whole walk up to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just knew who who we were, and it is a nice little ego stroke you get yeah. from, despite it being such a small pond. It, there's a lot of people around the world. I mean, we know people that have got jobs working in in the city in London, having a proper job, and in very common <laughs> from just being someone's windsurfing instructor. Yes, you know, like myself, you could say. Did you do that? Was that did that well, um, The
1: yeah. Company I work for is. Um... The the chairman of the company is, is is Miles Jones, who used to come out here on holiday and I talked to Windsor for three weeks. Um, so I taught him every time he came out and through that just built up a good relationship with him and now now I work for his company. It's it's awesome. That's so it's sick. Great. That's so can, good. Can make some serious connections up here. I mean, and that wasn't the only like <coughs> opportunity that I remember getting from just like talking to random people. Yeah, yeah. And, like, loads of people who you know see what you're doing as well because obviously when you're working here you're improving your presentation skills and you're showing like a really deep knowledge in something like yeah it's kind of like for someone who's looking for a member of staff and they've got company someone like miles for example Yeah, yeah it's like a really good like little interview if you do really a good job of teaching them and then you know and then you also show like what I did which I said I was doing a master's in something and it was something that was relevant to the to the role that he wanted, so
0: it was it was perfect. It's just realising... It, uh, yeah, and, and our, our friend Ed said this a lot as well. Ed's, Ed's ended up working with some of the sickest brands in the industry and all this, and has done a lot of cool stuff. And he's like, I, Ed didn't go to uni. He's like, I don't have any qualifications for this. He does not know, you know, marketing, whatever. He's like, no, mate, I just... I just taught here, met the right people, and they were all like, we quite like you. And then he just got the experience as he went and built himself up to the position he's in now. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time people think it's about how, the bit of paper that you've got with your name mm-hmm. on it. But actually it's not. It's about the, the person that you've become. And I think, Bruce, we talked about it loads with you know, season air stuff and, and all that. You know, being, a, <coughs> being a season air and the effect it has. And I've spoken about it a lot. I was on, a, I was on that season air podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. with Gina talking about it as well we you yeah. had a huge conversation like it sets you up for any 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 job in any any industry yeah. you could go into it from being a season air and yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think it makes
2: you it makes you very very good at communicating with people it makes you very very good at um, being able to basically just deliver information to people yeah um, if you if you said to me Bruce here's a microphone I need you to store a hundred people because there's a problem somewhere, I'd be like, for how long? And I'd be like, right, well, it's going to be difficult, but yeah, I'll just get, it out, there and bloody sm- bloody get bloody out there and it. smash it, yeah. <laughs> um, shoulders, shoulders, <laughs> back. <laughs> shoulders back. Smash. Shoulders back, smash it. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, I, and I think that a lot of people just don't, there's, there's not any other industry that I've really seen. Where people are just able to just have that level of confidence. I mean, I remember from I mean
1: going to university and having to do presentations in front of a large group of people, and I saw other people in my in my on my course just absolutely melt down because they had no experience prior to doing that. Yeah, whereas I was out here doing seasons, teaching I don't know twenty people to carve jibe. And sometimes not in the best state. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we, <laughs> sometimes we we've had yeah. a late night before <laughs> the Dutch jive lesson. And if you can, if you can, if you can do a, a lesson when you're when you're in a bit of a fragile state from a heavy night of boozing, then you, you can do do a, do, a, do a good lesson to twenty people. Then you know you're going to feel very comfortable doing that. And I, I felt like I was definitely an advantage when I was at uni doing presentations, and I I could feel myself feeling very comfortable and natural in front. Yeah, of That's of morning, really interesting. And I loved it. I actually also really enjoyed it as well because. Something that I was interested in talking about, and then I'd see other people just like really nervous. I mean, some people literally had to stop, they just couldn't. Yeah, laugh, well, there's the old yeah.
0: There's the old like, like, uh, well, James Smith talks a lot about it in terms of physique like, do you have a swimmer's body because you're a swimmer, or are you a swimmer because you have a swimmer's body? Yeah, yeah. And I suppose it's the same thing with that. Yeah. Do you like public speaking because you're good at it, or are you well, good I, at it because you like public speaking? And much. I think it, I, yeah, I think it's a bit of both. I think it's because. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd come out here and you'd got the experience talking about something that you're really passionate about, like windsurfing. Yeah. Even though it's your job, you're still like, I love this sport and I love teaching that. I remember teaching a Dutch job lesson, not that one, the one we did. <laughs> I've never been swung over in my life. But like you'd be teaching people that and then you'd see them go do it. And like I, I got like more satisfaction than that from maybe even like landing a move myself. Like you see yeah, someone yeah, do yeah. it, you, you're so stoked. Like yeah. you, you get that and then and then you've got that skill and you carry it over into into something that you're perhaps not as interested in. Right. I think back well, to
1: the yeah. nature and nurture side of it though I was not a person who initially was comfortable speaking in front of lots of people. It was a skill that was acquired from coming out here really, and shadowing someone like yourself Yeah, yeah. and then over time like once I realised like especially watching like yourself doing because you're quite entertaining when you do it, I realised actually you can have quite a lot of fun doing this. You yeah. can have a few jokes and then all of a sudden over time, it became a lot of fun, and then I really started to enjoy presenting. It was through the years of doing that. So for me, I think it was more the nurture over the nature. I do not think I was someone who was naturally like willing or gifted at presenting. Really, it was something that I, think I, I was nervous. Like, I was really nervous
2: when I started doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like *Time in the Water*, or like yeah. my, my absolute exactly favourite, which is uh, is uh, the best shag of your life. Was *Once a Virgin*. There's no getting around that. Is there? <laughs> well, no, no, no. No, and that's true. That's interesting. I think
0: I think I'm a bit of both um, in terms of like speaking or, I suppose yeah anything like I'm, I've always been like really chatty. Even when I was younger, I was I was like the the person who was getting kicked out of class for chatting and shouting. I've always been always been pretty comfortable standing up in front of people and talking and things. But I think what you said there, I think having a bit of a mentor, and this is not just for public speaking, this is just for any any, any skill, pack, anything yeah, every, you're trying to, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. so good. Also the fact that I, I had someone to look up to, that I realised you could do it, and still be yourself, Yeah. because yeah. I had those couple of years, where I had only, you know the first couple of years, it's like when you first pass a driving test, and you feel like you still have to look at your mirror, every two seconds, Yeah. yeah it was yeah. like that, when I first become an instructor, and I was doing it very by the book, and all this, and then I remember I got a job at Club Bass, and I started doing what I would usually do in the morning and Ollie, Scott, the manager at Club Bass, walked up to me and was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm doing this. We'll get ready to go on the water. And he was like, no, you're not. He was like, stop, slow down, tell your guests to go get a coffee, go get a drink yourself, get some kit out and go and have a chat to them. And I was like, you what? Mm. And he was like, just you're doing everything right, but slow down. Yeah. and I slowed down and then I taught a lot yeah. with you know guys like Colin Dixon and things yes. like that who injected so much of their own personality into it yeah. but they elevated it rather than making it seem unprofessional and yeah. I think that's yes. a lot of the yeah, worry yeah, yeah, that's yeah. across especially like corporate industries I think that's stamped out you're not allowed to have your own inject personality. Yeah, yeah, I think create, it's
2: changing now. Be creative.
0: Yeah, you know, like we were chatting to, to Chris, a guy who was out with us last week, who who works in the super yacht industry, and he was talking about going for meetings and how he started going for meetings wearing a pair of jeans because he's like, all oh, these tech billionaires are twenty four now; they want to buy super yachts. They're <laughs> yeah. not. They're not all dudes. They're not all dudes in suits. And suit. they, they see you wearing a suit, they're like, "What are you wearing, mate?" <laughs> you know, it's changing. So now, I think, yeah. and that's obviously a, a very specific industry as well. But now you can inject a bit more personality. Into your job, wherever yeah. it is. But I think for a while that was really stifled, and I think that's why a lot of people have
1: struggled. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it must have been great teaching with with people. I mean, I've taught with like Pip. Pip is another amazing one. Like, makes you literally excited about windsurfing just because of the way they talk about it. And it's not like he's serious about it. It's really funny the way he talks about windsurfing. When you watch him do any sort of lesson, it's really fun. And I think. I actually think that windsurfing is, like, the online sort of teaching community of windsurfing is really missing that. Because if you watch, like, some of the older, like, <coughs> um, professional videos, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we won't name names, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but some, of the, some of the older ones, <laughs> like, for no, example. I,
2: really like, I
1: really like him. Yeah, uh, me too, but, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but Pete, Peter Hart's old videos, if you watch his old videos, he, basically, like, I learned to windsurf a lot from watching his older stuff, and he had a video called Turn for the Better, which was basically intermediate and advanced stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it was so entertaining. Like, it was really technical, really good. And but every it was way... just a laugh. But also, like, he had this little character that was called, like, Nobby that used to do... No way! Like yeah, and he was dressed like a full schmem, wearing all like, <laughs> the dumbest gear, like, looked really stupid. And it was just so entertaining, because it was kind of like, yeah, you've got all these, like, serious, correct things to do, but uh, here's how to do it. Well, <coughs> and, it was really... and it wasn't and it was just that. It's obviously quite naturally entertaining person, but... I think windsurfing is missing a bit of that. And it's like you said, it works
0: in every aspect of yeah. business now. A bit less serious enough seems to go quite just a long stop, way. Yeah, yeah. People in general just, I find, a lot of the time, take themselves far too seriously.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I haven't like, um, watched that much because it's very much directed at uh, intermediate windsurfers. But any people who listen to this, probably quite some of them will probably quite like windsurfing. Cookie's um, stuff is quite good because he just yeah. really jumps out on the water and just chats about the Well, his is,
0: yeah, his, his is like... An experience as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good. I'm, I'm really hoping I can bend Cookie's ear one night and try and get him on the podcast as well and have a full conversation with him because he's a very interesting dude. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, he, you know, yeah, he, he he's offered something different. Yeah. And yeah. that's why no brands, that's why brands are rewarding him, and that's why, and and in this day and age, without Burger murder but in this day and age as well, it's so hard to do something different. It's so hard to like think of something. You know, if I'd done this podcast ten years ago, I'd be a millionaire. Fifteen yeah, years ago, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Well, I I'll, I'll probably would, <laughs> but I'd be I'd be doing a lot better than it is now. Yeah, now every right. man and his dog has a podcast, or every man and his dog sells stuff on Amazon, or you know, any, anything yeah. like that. You know, it's true. Or what's your? Have you got a side hustle? Are you drop shipping from Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Or you know, anything uh, for anyone wondering why I'm saying that? Uh, Bruce sells stuff on Amazon, which is very interesting. And if you want to hit him up, he's actually doing courses. There's your free plug, Bruce. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Bruce is now running a course on how to how to sell on Amazon. So for all you that. guys yeah, Bruce has now got a corner apartment overlooking Southampton Harbour and he's got a chow. <laughs> Know, <laughs> yeah. are, have you seen have you seen all these Instagram I keep getting bombarded yeah, and he's got me one of those guys? Yeah, have, you got an Audi, have you got an Audi R eight sitting? And I'll pay ten thousand yeah. dollars in a day. But <laughs> I don't do four X. Yeah. I hate and they've always they've always got a little dog, it's either a bulldog or a chow, and they've got a weird like glass front apartment overlooking Southampton or Portsmouth yeah, harbor They've rented it for half an it hour. Yeah, there's never a yeah, there's never yeah, any furniture. With furniture with yeah. Photos. They've rented everything except the dog, which is their mum's.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and they're always all just like a bit overweight. Yeah, like they, yeah. they like yeah. yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know that maybe but, I've, I've actually been... stopped getting efforts for that. Oh, thing. I get relentless because you are one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you're now one of them. <laughs> yeah. I swear there's one. His name's Beans or something like that <laughs> with a Z. And I'm like, who are I? I should probably drop him a DM. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You all right, we...
2: Beans. We've just taken the piss out of you. you yeah, come on our, po- all right. on our all podcast? All right, Beans. On Sandy's podcast. <laughs> come,
0: on and, come on and tell us what you really do for a living. <laughs> he
2: probably does all right. I don't know.
0: He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> probably, no, probably does
2: well just because he's got a good, good Instagram adverse. It's probably He's yeah. probably, yeah, but he's probably not got a Lamborghini though. Yeah, yeah. Probably, anyone who's listening. Like you can make good money from Amazon, you just need to realise that it's a compounding thing. It's taken me four years to be able to come out of that and not really worry about anything. Yeah, so
0: this is something. This is something I shared on uh, on Insta. I shared a, a a post on the After Hours Lounge. follow at the After Lounge on Instagram, please. Um, I shared a post there about uh stop comparing you about about comparing yourself. Hang on, it's on oh point. yeah, I saw that. And I then we, saw we it. Had that
2: with our friend Sam the other day? A quote well.
0: from a, yeah, a quote from yeah. We had a friend yeah a conversation with Sam about it. A guy called Marshall Goldsmith, Coach Goldsmith, looks like a legend. Stop comparing yourself to people who started 10 years before you. Focus on your journey. Yes. And that's very important. I think a lot of people do that, and it's very easy to do that, is to sit there and look at whether it's your mates or your, your colleagues, anything like that, and you're like, why am I not as yeah. good as them? Why am I not doing this? And what you forget is whoever it is has been doing whatever you know, you're know you trying to do longer or they've been yeah. there longer or anything like that. Like sometimes I look at you, windsurf and I'm like, what can I do? moves as much as he can but then I'm like actually when we met he was already doing freestyle and I was learning to jive so yeah that's the way I think you should look at it rather than comparing
1: yourself to someone else yeah. who's, who's like at that given point in time compare your journey to theirs because I have to do this a lot with like music because I keep forgetting like because, like, for example, Jimmy, Two Slides, they're doing really well with music. Yes. They're about seven years into their journey. With they're, they're
0: further ahead in the journey. I'm yeah.
1: about two or three. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, when I try and think, like, oh, I haven't had as many releases as them, I, I never do that. Because there's just no point. If you compare yourself to someone from now to now, like, you need to compare your journey
0: to them. E- and you'll yeah. see that you're at, if, if they're much better than you, you're just earlier on in the journey. But and, and equally, it's so foolish to compare yourself because you don't know what that other person... Is thinking about it. like like yeah. for example, occasionally like we are out sailing the other day and I was sailing like shit and I saw you just do two sick burners in a row and I was like, oh, wait, what can I got no idea and I got really angry. But actually, in your head, you're probably doing that move, but you're occasionally sailing around going, God, my fucking music, why am I music? Why am I not <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. as well as that? It's quite, funny. It's it's equally, quite, funny. Equally, <laughs> You're probably sat there looking at us going, why can't I do that? But then I'm also sat there going, why am I not as good at jiu-jitsu oh, bruces You know, so it's Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, also, it's
2: very, it's very circular. Yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. If I if I compared my windsurfing to you guys, then I, well, there'd be no point in being here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, the equal, journey exactly. but the journey. equally, exactly. But equally, you know, we we've
0: been doing a lot of jiu-jitsu out here. Those regular listeners, I know, I, it's something I've got really into in the last year. Bruce has also got really into it in the last couple of years, and you know, you you've you've progressed very quickly in a short space of time, and you've been training an awful lot, and yeah. and and now obviously I'm rolling with you, and, and part of me in my head is like, why the fuck is so much fair to me. But then the logic takes in, and it's like. He's done a lot more. He's been training twice a day. He's yeah. been training twice a day for the last year. I was injured, had COVID, was away for a month. All there's just there's just factors, but you can't look at it and get angry because I'm like the factors that made me not be able to win other than uh, other than tearing my MCL. The factors that made me not be able to train were the fact that I was going and doing really fun things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was going and doing other bits, and I think it's really important. You, you, you. It's okay to always have like uh, someone else that you're aspiring to be like. Mm. But I don't think it's okay if you're being jealous of them. Oh yeah, for sure. No, no. If well, that makes sense, like I, I, aspire to be as good at jujitsu as you and Adam. Yeah, yeah. I aspire to that. I aspire to be as consistent at doing bonus as you. Yeah, yeah. You I, know, but equally, I'm not going to be jealous. I, I try not to be jealous of it because jealousy is is a pointless emotion, in my opinion. Yeah,
1: I think the, the, the difference. All, all I ever think about the difference between when I see someone who's who's better than me at something. Yeah, I see that the difference is time. Always, yeah. and may, maybe sometimes a bit of natural talent, but uh, yeah. overriding that, you can still override that with more time.
0: Well, I've, I've said to you, i said to you a, a while ago, quite a few times about windsurfing. We were talking about my windsurfing, and I was like, I firmly believe I have absolutely no natural ability at windsurfing. I think all of my windsurfing skill has just been time on the water. I, I think I think that's all it is, and that's not me putting myself down and hunting for compliments or anything like that. I'm not naturally an athletic person at all. Um, and I think all of it, for me, has been time on the water. And I think you're right. I think just putting yourself out there and going out and doing it will always outweigh having that little bit of spark in your body that allows you to do something a bit easier than other people. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the I mean? difference between someone who's
1: successful some, at something and someone who is always time.
0: Well, yeah, they say <laughs> in, in jiu-jitsu, they're always like, uh, a black belt is just a white belt who never quit. Exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly. A nice, exactly. that's a nice phrase, isn't it? Right? Yeah. And that can be applied, like... The whole belt mentality can be applied, it, it's so easily
2: applied to any aspect of life, not just martial arts. Like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to sit here and do a podcast with two windsurfing black belts. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, we <yeah, yeah. laughs> and, and, and Bruce did it. Yeah, we did, we, did the
0: belt, we did the belts the other day, didn't we? We went through like what belts you would be determining uh, yeah. like, with windsurfing, and yeah, yeah, we came to the determination that me and you are black belts in windsurfing. Sick.
2: You were, yeah, all of you boys, but Sambo... Um, um, well, we can Max. Max. is like a forced driver no, Max is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Max, is Max is a red belt. Max is yeah, a red yeah, yeah, belt. Yeah, yeah. Max and Jimmy are red belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah anyone, is... anyone like full on top twenty PWA? You're, you're, you're yeah, like yeah, a red, yeah, yeah, a red yeah. or a coral belt. You're yeah, the best of the world. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it, it's such a funny system that you can <clears throat> apply I think, to.
2: I think it's good. To, I think it's, it's very smelly chat, but it's very fun. Yeah, but I mean... No, yeah. like, but the, the good kind, not the... Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like stilted, not like shit. Not like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, you can have smelly in a good way, I suppose. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to doing more jiu-jitsu. I mean, I've only done it twice now, but I already absolutely <coughs> love it.
0: You boys have been doing it for a while. What attracted you guys initially to it? Um, I had seen... So, so the first time I went was January 2020. Um, I think, because 2019 was the worst year of my life. Um, so I quit my job September 2019. Uh, I started the podcast December 2019. And then it started in January and I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to try and get really fit and learn something new. And I just wanted a fresh start. Um, and then I'd seen a lot of surfers that I, I followed quite a lot. There's a guy called Jack Friso. Mm-hmm. First of all, he married Alana Blanchard. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Has two yeah, kids. Yeah. With her. Like, just, He's just a bit of a hero. Yeah. And he he's well into jiu-jitsu and posts quite a lot about it. And I was like, it looks sick. Equally, I was listening to Joe Rogan quite a lot. Getting a lot of inspiration for the podcast. He yeah. talks about jiu-jitsu a lot and I was like, this sounds cool. And I googled it and there was one really close in in, Chich- in Chichester, near the mm. Witterings where I was living. And I emailed and he seemed really friendly. He was like, just come along. Um so I went along for one session and I was it was just sick. Yeah. Everyone was I was so I was told the story loads of times on the podcast. So maybe you boys haven't really heard it, but like I, I got out of the car and I went and I stood outside the the dojo, the gym. And I looked in and everyone was putting the gear on. And I was like, I can't do this. And I went back and got in the car. Yeah. And I sat in the car and I was like, you can do this. You can do this. And I got back. And I went back to the car. And then I got back. And the third time I went in back in the door. And straight away, hi, mate. You, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Oh, yeah, don't worry if you don't yeah. have a gear. First class is free. Uh, this gear should fit you. Uh, chuck it on. We'll show you how to tie your belt. Uh, just um, sit down and have a stretch for five minutes. And then we'll head upstairs and start the class. And we did it. Everyone was so friendly. The best thing was, there was two other people who it was their first time Sick. as well. So the fact that there was other people who it was their first time, and I did that, and I think I went every week. It was kind of middle, maybe end of January. I went every week for about five five weeks, and then COVID. Shut everything i ever down. Oh. And I didn't do any until uh, May, June time, 2021, at a different gym. I must have done about six weeks then, and then I came here for the summer last year, tore my knee, and basically basically didn't do anything until January January 22 and then I've been trading a, I found a new gym this year and I've been trading a lot since then the gym that Bruce you came to so, oh, yeah. South, yeah, South Coast that's a sick gym Yes, so that's that's basically since I started and it's for me, for me uh, it sounds lame maybe but I, I'd, I'd go as far as to say it's changed my life it's changed yeah. and, and, and my windsurfing my windsurfing this summer has been affected so much from it like yeah. just the way I think about moves now, the way I, the way I think about how I'm landing, or I'm so much more aware of where my body is details. all the time. tiny little details. details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some, some moves that I've been able to do on and off over the last few years, or I've been able to do if the conditions are perfect. And things I'm landing them every session this year, yeah. which I wasn't. And, and I feel like just yeah, there's a little bit of discipline with it as well. But for me, the physical aspect of it has been epic, and it's just yeah. fitness as well. Yeah, it's so, it's so much fitness.
2: For me, so I've got a friend who's been doing it for a while. Um, Jessica, who's a legend. Um, and he, I remember just getting dominated by him in like a wrestle once. And then we um, moved to Manchester after we were here last year. We moved to Manchester, and I was like, I'm 20 at the time. I was 29. I was like, what am I going to do? Will really you play rugby? Also, but like, I loved rugby. When I grew up, when I was growing up, but it takes up so much time, and. It's not all down to you, and I've quite enjoyed over the last few years getting good at snowboarding, getting better at windsurfing, having stuff to get better <coughs> at. That's um, all down to you, but in a team environment, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I rocked up to this first session that I went to at Stealth, and I'd done like a couple of sessions before, and I again, I was a, I was like running late, mm. I didn't know where it was, and I was like, I'm late, I can't go in, I yeah. can't go in. I can't go, and then I'm like I'm here now. Fuck it, I'm gonna go in, and um, yeah, I went in and then gradually built up to being really, really autistic about it. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, which is which is my this is how I go into things. I'm just like right, my mind can we'll just concentrate on this. Like you are,
0: you are remarkably uh, obsessed with with jujitsu. Like as I said, <clears throat> you you've trained like on and off quite. You you've had like really intense times so I remember. When we got here, when I got to Greece last year, and I'd been training for like a few weeks, and I got here, and me and you were pretty evenly matched, we were like one for one, like yeah, we'd yeah. roll and like I I'd, I'd sub you, you'd sub me, and it would it kind of go like that for a bit. And then this year, like you're you're talking, you know every move, you know everything. You're talking like you're talking about Tarika Plata's and all this, and I'm like I've got I have no clue what you're on about. But you just you sent me so many videos and all that. You just dived head first into it. Do you think that's is that something that you've, like, always had? And also, we've done this a lot as well about, like, nerd culture. Like, we were watching videos about every dragon that's coming up in House of the Dragon. And, yeah, yeah. Got you a know, problem there as well. Yeah, well, no, but I, don't, I don't think it's a problem because I've, I've always been quite similar with that as well. Like, even, with even like, with windsurfing. I think they're all examples
1: of what I call, like, a healthy addiction. Yeah. But, like, something thats that you're addicted to and obsessed about, yeah, but it's actually really good for you. Yeah. And I think that, that is that's what that's all it is. And I think that's something I really vibe of seeing people have. It's like when someone gets like like for example I, I have the same thing with like making music. Yeah. yeah. I'm like quite addicted yeah. to it. Probably to the point where some people are a bit like I think you might do a bit a bit too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah yeah. But I mean it's the same with you guys. You're doing it because you want to get better at it. And I think that's that's a good thing. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Yeah, and I, I think it's yeah, I, I, a healthy. There's, there's. I think there's a difference between obsession and addiction. I think yeah. those are two very different words. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think being obsessed with something, being obsessed with something is absolutely fine. Being addicted to something is where things can yeah, yeah, go yeah. go wrong a little bit. Like, but but equally, it depends on the the connotations of addiction. Usually, are like fucking like drugs, alcohol, yeah. things like that. Whereas, whereas you know things like. Um, Things like obsession is more like I'm obsessed with making music. I'm obsessed yeah, with yeah. jujitsu. I'm obsessed with watching Game of Thrones. You know, that's why I call it a healthy addiction.
1: Yeah, that, that's yeah. It changes it because you're like you are addicted to it. You are maybe doing it a bit too much sometimes, but it's kind of something that's improving your life because you're acquiring a skill, yeah. and it's also you're occupying your time with something that's actually good for you. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I can see jujitsu because obviously we're all quite similar sorts of people. We all we all get obsessed with things quite easily so I could see probably Jiu Jitsu is something that I would get obsessed with and the reason why is because of the way it gives you a workout and it gives you not only a physical workout but the mental workout you get from it is is unreal yeah. as well. Like well the, way human you, human the way chest. you find yourself thinking about it, you're completely locked in that moment which is a really cool feeling to have when you're only thinking about what your body's doing yeah. and there's not, you know, you think about the amount of sports that you can do, I mean even when I'm windstepping, a lot of the time I can still have stuff on my mind but equally I think that
0: is as we've just said, I think that's because you've achieved the black belt level. Maybe. I think <laughs> yeah. no but no but genuinely, if you get so you get any of the advanced students yeah. that are here, that are say say you get a guy who's learning to duck job, right? Yeah, yeah. Realistically his level of just sailing up and down, he still has to think about what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Like I I sailed a lot with, with Finley, my brother, who's out here and he's approaching advanced level now. Mm. He's thinking about starting to learn to carve jug. Yeah, Tried yeah. his first few ways out here. But I'd be yeah. like I would just sail around, I'd be planing and I'd attack and I'd come back down and I'd just be sailing around and he'd be trying to get planing and then keep it planing and right go upwind but then he comes off the plane and he, yeah. he was having to work so hard and think about it to do it and I'm really sorry if this is very windsurf specific guys, this is just our experience of the sport, we know what to talk about, mm. um, you know, but this can be applied to any sport but if, if you've achieved, I suppose, calling it, yeah, the, the black belt mentality, You can sort of sail along going, I wonder what I want to have for dinner tonight. Or, you know, I wonder what the boys are going to do this evening. Are we going to go
2: for beers or are we going to do this? I I don't get that. I I do when I'm sailing up and down, but I'm just like, "This is." I I just love sailing up like that. But equally, yeah, yeah, but I'm
0: also, like, even when I'm sailing, sometimes I find myself in a bit of a daydream, but usually when I do that, I'm like, I need to go in. And I go in, I go in and have a break. And then if I go back out and I'm sailing around, usually I'm like, Looking everywhere, I'm looking up. When right, gusts. looking down. When right, there's a ramp, mm-hmm. you know, for for a trip or whatever. Right, I'm looking uh, this this run. Right, I want to do this move. So I'll go along. Right, here we go. So I'm always trying to set it up. And I think I've said it so many times on the podcast. People are probably bored of it, but like, if you have something like that in your life that you love doing, <laughs> that you can do for a few hours a week that just takes you out of everything. I think you're you're winning. Yeah. yeah. Like so many people are missing that. They don't have that thing that they love doing mm. other than going to the pub with their mates. Whether it's windsurfing, jiu-jitsu, five-a-side football, playing building Lego, yeah, playing yeah, yeah. pool, anything. It doesn't have to be a hugely physical activity. I think it helps if it is, but it doesn't have to be a hugely physical activity. It just has to be something that you can just do.
2: Even just reading about something that you're interested in. Yeah,
0: something that just takes you out of... Oh God! I've got the rent coming out tomorrow, and I've got this to do, and I've got to go. And you know, yeah. I've got my such and such relative isn't very well at the moment. It just it takes you out of all of life's troubles and anxieties. Yeah. So, on, in terms of that, which we we have missed a topic
1: that we did want to talk about. What's that? Um, how how to get rid of things that you're thinking about. So, there's this amazing uh, drink which is like fizzy bread. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Fizzy bread water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our favourite drink. Everyone who's wondering that. that. We're all out in Vasiliki to do our
2: favourite sport, which is drinking lager. Drinking lager. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lager beer, which we started off talking about, didn't we? we, we we've been talking. But this is my favourite. This is balance. my favourite type of podcast to do, where it, it's just gone. <laughs> it cuts off everywhere. It's just gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The I was saying to Sandy, and I was speaking to my my um, partner the other day, and I think I said to you that my uh, anxiety walks hand in hand. With lager. <laughs> with lager drinking. And it doesn't, it, I often feel like you don't have to, you probably haven't done anything. I don't know if anyone here follows the Inspired Unemployed, but their last video sums it up <laughs> perfectly. They're just like all lying there after a night out. It's just like, why? Oh no. <laughs> and I'm like, and I You're just like this. An and it's like, but then I also, so I feel like it's a, like a wave, like a wave graph where there's just two waves. The one's red and one's, um, it's water watercoloured, and uh, <laughs> and you were just like ah, oh. they're just running side by side, sort of just one slightly further ahead of the ahead of the other on the, yeah. on and up and on a down, and uh, and then I was like and then I said to you, I was like no, I was like do you reckon if you just stop drinking lager for a bit you'd still get anxious And, it's probably, and I was like yeah probably. And then well, I've done I've done I've done a little bit of um, looking into why humans get anxious. Yeah. Um, and it's basically, cu- it's, it's like a life-saving activity. Yeah, I know.
1: But we have nothing really,
2: no. to, we don't, everything is provided for us now, so we've got nothing
0: to worry about. So what we do is we invent things to Yeah, work. exactly. We just yeah, yeah. Make, <laughs> stuff, make stuff up. We're not worried about a saber tooth Tiger coming over the rock and eating us while no. we're trying to cook our dinner. We're not, we're not worried about, yeah, yeah. you know, anything like that. That's we're not, what it was for. It's not, yeah. it's not, yeah, yeah. We're, the, we, we don't need to try and survive anymore. It's all out there for us. We yeah. have no problems.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're like,
0: right. Let's create one. Let's create. My friends don't like me anymore. A <laughs> random person I met at the bar last night who I'm never going to see again didn't like my joke. <laughs> so that everyone yeah. must hate
2: me. Who did I speak
0: to? Oh, who did I speak to? Oh, I speak to? This is my, my dad gave me a real good pearl of wisdom when we went out with him and Brian mm. the other week. Because I was talking about this. Cause my dad's worked in the city for years. You know, he. Done, done, a drinking, done a lot of drinking around, around the world. Yeah, he like, he like <laughs> I assume so. Yeah, he, you know, like, likes drinking a lot of beers and stuff. And he's like, of course, there are always going to be times when you're like, gosh, shouldn't have done that. That was bad. Yeah. But equally, in the, the law of averages, how many times do you feel like that compared to you look back on it and you go, looking back, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Realistically, there is always a few times when you're like, oh god, that fills me with dread and anxiety. For me, it's the rat battle. In 2013, <laughs> it's like one of the top five worst moments of my life. Yeah, you know. But equally, equally, I part me also looks back and I'm like, quite funny. But you learned from it as well, didn't you? Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like you'd
1: regret having not done it. That's you the thing. I think if you'd have, if you'd have been like, Oh no, I'm too scared. I don't want to do it. Well, that's it. You would have probably felt worse oh, about oh, it than yeah. if doing what you did.
0: So. I think so, mate. Yeah, I yeah.
2: think that's it. You know, ultimately, failing, failing is a wonderful thing. Oh yeah, all all of the things that have caused me the worst anxiety in my entire life. Have led up to me being the bloke by am now. Being, well, we I've also probably work. led up to you going. Uh, uh, all I need to do is slightly
0: pivot, and then I'll do it even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether it's relanding uh, a move, windsurfing, mm-hmm. or I know you're been snowboarding, or you know, it, it, but even even something larger, just in life.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, know, no, like no, a relation, a, rela- yeah, a what, relationship yeah.
0: with a girl, or uh, a relationship with a family member, or even just like your mates or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. We're, we're. I think we're all pretty blessed in our friendship group. There's not really. I don't think we've
2: ever fallen out.
0: There's no, there's no like, there's nothing, nothing really, there's like nothing. I, yeah. I lost
2: your key three years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was
1: quite annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how did you lose my key? Well, it was in my pocket and I went with it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. So it's in the sea. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's in the ocean. Oh, so you haven't just, like, maybe left it somewhere, it's in the bottom of the sea. But, yeah. I mean, you know, it was the only key for my house, but, you know,
0: I'm still here. So no, we so I mean, are still, that day, we're still I? friends. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, look, you look back at it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of funny enough. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I with with booze and stuff. I think I often actually get I get worse anxiety if I just continue. Just if I just kind of keep drinking the like four the sort of four or five pints every night. That's when I start oh, to get the anxiety. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's why I now do the all or nothing. Yeah, I have the all, yeah, like yeah, tonight. Tonight, Bruce's last night. I know we're probably going to go out. It's also a Tuesday night, which is a night in Bath. So, uh, we're, we're probably going to go out tonight. Yeah. Tonight. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to lean into it I'm going to do it. But equally, it, uh, you know, tomorrow and Thursday, I'm probably going to be like, no, I'm not just going to have four pints. Because if I do that, that's what gets me to spiral. Yeah. I, don't mind, I don't mind the, like, night of decadence and then I'm like, right, now it's time to be holistic. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah. I've actually, it's been quite holistic this last week with all of. friends. I think it has been. Having left. Well, there was a group of like thirty of us
1: here before, and you know the thing is, when there's thirty of you, at least one person is going to be, like, even if it's like twelve in the middle of the day. So Someone's going to be like, yeah. "I'm going to have a beer." Anyone else want one? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. All of a
2: sudden, it's like an infection that's spread, and everyone's yeah. drinking. Beer, well, I, just cast, beer. I just tried to cast. I just tried to cast that spell a second ago, see if anybody, <laughs> see if I could de- tra- drag anyone down with me. Yeah, we've yeah, snuck off for a bit? Yes. yes, he's actually got lager in hand. Because well, I, went check, I went to take, I went to take the win. And it looks like it's getting a bit windy, so like it's not, it's not quite. Oh, there. you wanted it to get better, so you thought you'd have a beer and Ex- make exactly. Sure exactly. And I'll also probably do a punch today on my last day if I have a beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have
0: yeah. Um, there is, there is the magic amount of whether it's you know whether you're trying to talk to a chick in a bar or you know go out and do a sport and and, and get rid of the kind of vibes. There was a film. I don't know if you have you always seen a film called Another Round about <laughs> oh, a I've, watched, I've watched half of it. I, oh I don't man. Know why I never finished it. Mads Mikkelsen, you'd love it, no? Um, it's about these uh, Danish teachers who decide to like do an experiment. They, it's actually a really it's quite it's quite a sad film at the start. They they just kind of all realise that they're a bit they're like middle aged and depressed, and their wives don't really love them anymore. And they're like this is bullshit. And they all go on a big night out and have a great time. And then they're like, let's just keep drinking and see what happens. But they drink like only they get to like a, I don't know the limits or anything like that, but they get to, like, a certain blood alcohol level. Yeah, they get to, like, they get
2: to, like... And they monitor, they they monitor it
0: and see where they can do it without appearing, like, drunk. So that they're just... You know the point where you've had, like, one beer and you're, like... Yeah, you feel good, but you're, you're not yeah, you're just, like, you're just You're just
2: confident. Yeah, you just, yeah, just yeah. switch the anxiety tap off. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the, anxiety, <throat> the anxiety tap is fully switched off, and you're, you're just confident. You're just you. Yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah, you with an Instagram filter on all yeah. the time. Yeah, And you, you do that. <laughs> I
2: know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to, when, I was, when, when I was at uni, we used to call it the sweet spot. The two pints. But Heidi, yeah, Heidi the calls two it two OBB, one beer behaviour. Yeah, it's one to two pints. One to two pints, yeah, yeah. pint and a
0: half, like, yeah. like three small beers. You have three small beers, and you're like... Uh, and you're feeling good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But any more and you start to get drunk. Yeah. You know. But yeah. you have the, the, You get that sweet spot where you're just feeling. That's be, what the Heineken great. technique
2: that, um, that that you've told me is where you. It's quite good, so you can be like, oh, I've got a beer, Sorry.
0: i oh, it's alright, I've got a beer. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just always have, have a bottle of Heineken. And even if there's like two sips left. You just hold it for a little bit longer than you think you need it. And everyone's like, Do you need a beer? And you're like, Oh, good, bro.
2: And then oh, the yeah, next the before. next
0: one comes round and you're like, Yeah, I'll have one now. And you, you just you, and even just drinking bottles instead of pints, you just—that's what I've done for the last few years. Yeah. And you do just end up drinking a bit less because let's face it, especially out here, you're always drinking beers, or even anywhere you are, you're drinking beers. Someone's all, There's always going to be someone being like, shall we have a good bomb?" Oh, yeah, and, you know, that. and that's it's just with that's anxiety. A
2: that's anxiety in a glass. Yeah. yeah, that sends the graph the off the scale. Lagers, all the, of it. Yeah, the on a, scale. <laughs> on, a, on a big shot evening, I try and just get one of those done early on, and then be like, "Now I've had loads." Sorry. I had a yeah. It yeah. doesn't always work though.
0: I had a vodka Red Bull the other night, and that sent me mad. I don't know why I did
2: that. When we worked in Turkey, boys, this is just a funny little anecdote for people. We used to go to a place called Gundit and order five double vodka Red Bulls, and then try and drink them. In oh, each. Each five each. five each. So there would be six of us, rock up to the bar, order five double vodka bread Bulls, and then try and drink them in 15 so that's minutes. that's like four pints
1: in, in one, basically, because it's like no, no, ten units th- each one. Yeah, I
2: don't know, it was real silly. Ten, ten units twi- I, I, I was 23 back then, I don't know if I ever managed to do it. Some of the, Barney did it.
0: That sounds like a, no, no,
2: of course he did. Barney, Barney's Lord Commander of drinking. It's
0: <laughs> yeah. like his dad's Lord Commander of the Sea. Yeah. Yeah. No, drink, drink, drinking is a funny one. I think it's also interesting as you get older, you start getting a bit more, like, do I still like this? And I think a lot well, of it. Don't si- know whether. you get older, it changes that much. Yeah, right? I think no. well, my,
1: my like, my parents still love love having a drink. Um, and I think it's loads, loads of people yeah. that are older still love it just the same as they did when they're younger, and I, I can never really work out. Like I've asked like my parents and like other older people. Do hangovers get worse as you get older and they're yeah, like, like Mixed reviews, don't
0: yeah. like,
1: like, what Yeah. say. I asked your, say, I, yeah, I, asked
2: your mum, I asked your mum the other day and she said that she was on a walk to Aggie Affiliate and she was like, oh, Maybe I am gonna die But then she also said that she doesn't really that she was also like, but I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, that was good that's vague. Good 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 vague chat from Mrs yeah, <laughs> Mrs T. Yeah. I think
0: it's one of those, yeah, like, let's face it, hangovers are always shit. I had a shit hangover when I was 16. I had a shit hangover last week at 30. I'll probably have a shit hangover in 10 years when I'm 40. You know, I have a firm belief that hangovers are nowhere near as bad here as they are in the UK. Yeah. yeah but so I don't know whether that's
2: just the sum. I've been really, I've been uh, fixed quite a few times just by people calling me up and being like, hey mate, uh, I think Ali on Saturday just went, I need to be out of the house. What are you doing? And I was like, coming, because this is going to fix. The
0: yeah. but, and you didn't even do it. You just went and sat forwards, didn't you? Sat
1: forwards and laughed. Yeah. Well, Barney hates windsurfing, well he says he does. We don't really know if he actually does. But when he was here, I've never seen him windsurf so much. No, mean Ever. And we also—I don't think I've ever actually seen him drink so much. And then I worked out that windsurfing for him became his hangover cure, and therefore he started liking windsurf. Yeah. It yeah, was actually, nothing
0: to do with him actually liking windsurfing yeah. And he's actually—he's actually, actually really good at windsurf. I know. As well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's the he's silly a, thing It's
0: a solid, solid purple belt he can do he's <laughs> <Yeah>. got <laughs> a few moves he is. he's a solid purple belt yeah yeah, yeah it makes no sense I don't know why yeah he uh, he hates it so much
2: I don't think he does I think it's all a lie I think, a jo- <laughs> I think it's a joke that when he told it five years ago it made lots of girls fancy it. Well, cause he's like, I, mean, like, I don't he's like, like windsurfing. They're like, okay. I cried out like, <laughs> one day in
1: Cape Town though. I was like, "Why don't you really windsurf that much?" And he was like, "Telling me like, why he doesn't like it?" And I was just like, "Is it because you're in Cape Town and like windsurfing in Cape Town? Scary. All yeah. of these professionals can make you feel very shit at windsurfing." Yeah. And he was like, yeah, "Pretty much."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was just
1: like, "Well, yeah, stop comparing yourself." Yeah, that's so that's, and a, and that's, that's so that's
0: a that's so silly. Around. Yeah, that's yeah. so right. silly.
2: Just get out there, shoulders back. <laughs> smash, smash it. Shoulders back, smash it. And that's what he did, he went and smashed the nose of my board. Yeah, you sure did. Good
0: man. Good man. Um, right, let's finish up, do we have any closing remarks boys? Any closing pearls of wisdom. Any closing pearls of wisdom? You never do when you get put on the spot like that, do you? No, you don't. You you sit where well, you walk around all day being like, I've got something great. You yeah. sit oh, in the barber in yeah. the shower and i thought, got, I've never
1: thought of something that insightful. Then someone asks you've got any pearls of wisdom? No, nothing. Yeah, uh, I guess, like, I guess no, go on, right.
2: I've got one. If you, um, if you feel like you want to go and do some remote work, just go and do it. Yeah, actually, that is a very good one. Ask your employer. Make
1: Tell sure, them, just, make, be like, just be like... Make sure you've got the connectivity and everything that you need and the place you're going. But, I mean, uh, like, that's one thing we haven't really discussed. Like working out here has been really good for me. I actually think it's helped my productivity a lot. And yeah. I think I think for a lot of other people, it would be the same if you like being in a place like this. I think it's really good because I'm, rather than being sat at home by
0: myself, now in a more office environment with all of our mates who are doing the same thing, and it doesn't even have to be here. It's like it's, if, if if you're if you're sat at home and you're, you're sat in London, but you'd rather be in Cornwall. In Cornwall. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. It's it's yeah. not it's not just um, you need to be in Bath. It's to t- take yourself to a, a a geographical location where your brain's going to be happier, and you find <laughs> you'll be more productive than ever. And that's something that I found last summer, and that's why I find myself back here this year because yeah. there's, there's, at this time of year, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. And then I'm all, I feel very blessed this year to be join with all you guys because yeah last time I was here <laughs> right, Ali's, Ali's locked out I'm going and then yeah yeah oh, I think I might out. Nomad Ali is trapped outside water sports nomad house. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's true you smash it smash it office. smash it in the office smash, smash it on it the, water. the water and let's leave it there guys uh, thank you so much uh, for listening um, if you guys do enjoy this uh, please make sure you follow me on Instagram at the After Hours Lounge shameless plug whilst I wasn't actually joking um, Bruce actually is doing uh, Amazon courses and stuff so if you do want to learn how to sell on Amazon like Bruce then uh, please hit him up he's at Alex T Bruce on Instagram
2: yeah but I won't tell you how to make £10,000 in a day and buy a pug and buy a pug but buy we'll a pug and an a apartment years, And yeah, a Lamborghini journey. yeah it's a journey
0: not a destination um, but yeah guys uh, I hope you're all staying happy please remember to talk to your mates check in on them, make sure they're alright um, and just have a laugh that's what we're all here for uh, peace out, thank you boys see you for the next one thank you do.